<laughs> How are y'all doing today? Um, okay. Yeah, guys, it's it's another episode of Tinseltown Tea. We're doing it. Truly it truly is. Yes, we're doing it through Ringer as usual because this quarantine yes. is not stopping anytime soon. They just no, extend it. They just extend it until May fifteenth, right in LA. I heard. Oh, really? I didn't yeah. even hear that. Okay. I feel like this yeah. gonna keep each month. They're gonna be like, "Hey, y'all, it's extended." Hey, y'all. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not surprised. Yeah. yeah. I'm, Honestly, I'm y'all, surprised. that's kind of how it works with these things. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. guys, I mean, you were just talking. Like, if you are, don't feel like you got to be doing something all the time. I know these little memes yeah. are floating around saying, "If you're not coming out of here with a new side hustle or a new right. skill, then you never <laughs> lacked uh, time. You just lack discipline." Forget that, okay? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> really... <laughs> this is unprecedented like, times, yeah. Exactly. This is a very yeah. weird time we're going through. And if you just want to sit your ass there and watch some Netflix, then do that. Okay. Like, you don't have to okay. do nothing during this time. Like, some of yes. us have been ripping and running so long, this break is yeah. much needed. I know. Yep. Me, me especially. Like, I haven't done nothing, okay? I've done a little <laughs> stuff. But I needed this break because my behind was doing okay. too much for the past two years. So now my body's yeah. like, girl, sit down. <laughs> Yo, and that's so, true. Your body yeah. will tell you in a heartbeat. Like, you exactly. have all these plans, A, B, and Z. And they're like, yeah, shutting down. Three, two, one, good night. Like, <laughs> Activating rest that. mode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that yes. is yes. So, so true. And, of course, yes. if you are uh, talking about sitting down and watching something by the time you get this it'll probably it, every comes out wednesday but insecure is coming back out guys we have <gasps> stuff t- oh there my god is stuff to watch. is it today it is yeah it is so we recorded this on the sunday before the wednesday coming up so it's coming out tonight so oh my god how yeah. did i miss that <laughs> okay. i really have been See, oh, it's ripping and running doing so much mm-hmm. i have really been mm-hmm. disconnected and it's actually been great so Mm-hmm. you know what yeah yep. i missed it no yeah. but yeah. i'm excited but there you go so so much stuff oh so, yeah. and i do believe speaking of that i did see that she's having her insta she has like an insecure fest or whatever that she oh, does yeah, in yeah, la yeah. every yeah. year but it's obviously gonna be virtual i think do that yeah so she's mm-hmm. gonna do a virtual one and i believe it mm-hmm. is um well by the time you read this it'll already have already happened mm-hmm. but uh maybe she'll record it and by the time you read this you'll be able to like rewatch it because I don't see why yep. she wouldn't record it. I mean, that's yeah. I think that's what everyone does with yeah, their virtual really cool. thing the jigs. So she's yeah. gonna have and like if you musical guests, and yeah. And if you miss yeah. it, yeah, if, it's yeah, okay because <laughs> the show's coming out. Hey, so get right. on that. But and no, but that's really time. cool though. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I always wanted to go to one, but maybe next year. Yeah. Unless we're still in the same position. Okay. Next year. <laughs> if not, we're gonna have to, you know. Do it virtually, like we've been doing everything else. Yeah. Yeah. If I haven't gone crazy by the end. <laughs> I know a lot of people have lost it. Yeah, all you extroverts out there are just, y'all cutting up. No, okay, I know it. y'all cutting up out there. <laughs> I'm a person, y'all. <laughs> yes. And y'all have the nerve to be recording it, too, and putting it on these internets, which is hilarious. Yes, by the I, way. I want to see it all. <laughs> Keep doing it. I saw a little uh, recording of, and I'm, I'm sorry, going off topic, but there was a little recording. It was on Instagram, and um, this girl was on the treadmill and had all her bags walking as if she walking on the treadmill to go um on the airport, and her little oh, dog no. is looking at her like, "Mama, Man, where you, you going? Lost it. <laughs> <laughs> like, Mama, where you going?" <laughs> like, her dog was, was like, "Ma'am, you've completely 
lost your marbles. <laughs> it was so funny. Uh, That's kind of hilarious, but also sad yeah. because that person, she losing it. <laughs> She's on her last leg. Okay. Okay. <laughs> She's on her last <sighs> leg. Just <laughs> tired. Just tired of me now. Just pretending oh, to go somewhere. I'm afraid to <laughs> Oh my God. That was so great. All right. Okay. Let's get into it. Start with that. Would you rather? This one's kind of. Yeah. It's not that inventive, but whatever. Mm. It's all I could come up with. So, Mm. would you rather? It's a quarantine edition. Would you rather? Would you rather? Um, I don't forgot it already. (laughs) Would you rather? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I need to go work on my memory, child. Would you rather? What is? Oh, okay. Quarantine edition. Would you rather be quarantined with no music or no TV? Or I'm do I'm throwing in another one with no books. Ooh, that's people, hard. People like different things, so yeah, yeah, man. Okay, so I'm gonna go with no. Ah, oh, that's hard. I'm gonna go with no books just because <laughs> I'm so awful. I'm like I don't be reading that much anyway. But it's just that <laughs> I don't read. Isn't that awful? I just don't read a lot of books, right? So I read a lot of articles, gotcha. read a lot of like scripts. But I don't read a lot of like books, right? So you can't even I read would... scripts, like you know, just don't read nothing. Okay, see that's hard. Ugh. So and then if you pick TV, you won't even be able to hear music on whatever you're TV? watching. Yep, no music. Okay. You can't hear no music. And then if you pick no TV, like even if somebody else is watching it, you won't be able to see it. It's all blurred out for you. Okay. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'll go with uh, no then I'll go with no books and okay. I'll keep the TV I won't be able to read anything on the TV um, and I'll keep the music because I'll be able to at least hear sounds Still. I'll say okay. yeah so it's yeah. all about whichever sense that you care about the most I guess yeah There's yeah I think those two senses. yeah those two are the because if I can see it and, and like hear the, then I'll be okay and most of the news that I get is through like podcasts and stuff like I try not to watch as much news because it's just so freaking sad Um, and it impacts visually, but I can hear it and still be like, damn, that was shitty, but still like have enough to be like, okay, well, I still have to, I guess, do my taxes. I guess I'll (laughs) do that. Or it's like, you know, it's like, whereas if I see it, I'm just like, well, I'm going to be depressed for the day. Bye. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like not do Mm -hmm. fucking anything. So yeah, so I'll go with, yeah. Those are those are my choices. What are, what is your choice? And to clarify, TV and music, I'd let go of the books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would probably do the same thing. But then mm-hmm. once I get tired of, because I know I get tired of watching TV after a while, I'd be like, I'm trying to watch TV, and I right get tired of listening to music. So when that yeah. happens, I just don't know what I'll do. I'll just yeah. walk around all day. Yeah. I don't know, but I would do. Yeah, I would do the books, and then when that. That moment happens where I'm just fed up with TV and music. I don't know. I'll just figure it out somehow. Just yeah. go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go to sleep. Like, I would just sit to sleep. Right? Girl. Then I get tired of sleep. I'm all sleep okay. down. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm do that. Yeah. But I know, well, I know a lot of people. For the, I was good the first week because I was actually doing in-home like workout videos, which has been really good. So like mm-hmm. getting physical, you don't need a video to do that. You can just make up your own thing and do your own thing. So being physical as yeah. well helps. Ooh, yeah. Got about mm-hmm. that. 
Yep, yep, yep. Stay, stay active, guys. Cause whew, okay, everybody gonna come out of this pandemic like, well, twelve hundred pounds. Like, <laughs> cause I know all I'm doing is eating. Okay, I'm eating and Girl, sitting on my coined it the Ooh. other day they called it the uh quarantine 15 they're like the quarantine 15 <laughs> is real <laughs> it's got to be the quarantine 500 for me okay because okay. look i have not stopped chewing things i need to cut it out <laughs> <laughs> i really need to sew my robe but hey I- i'll figure it out one of these days right Ugh. all right okay uh, it's real well with hey. that we're going to get right into the main segment, which is actually a really good segue because we, a lot of us being quarantined, we have TV. And mm-hmm. um, honestly, the streaming services are winning during this whole pandemic yep. thing and the lockdown thing because mm-hmm. collectively as a whole, we have been watching some of the most fantastic, amazing, ridiculous, fun things. Um, and if yes. you haven't, if you've been Staying away from the internet, which is actually might be a good thing to do. But um, if you haven't, um, there's this so many memes of the show on Netflix. It's actually a documentary and it's called Tiger King. Um, <laughs> and the full title of this um, docu uh, documentary, but it's like a docu-series to be correct. Yeah, um, yeah. Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem and Madness. And it surely does not skimp on any parts of um what it entails in the title it is not misleading at all in that uh effect oh no Mm -mm. not at all um so yeah we're gonna review it we're gonna review tiger king um our takeaways from it what we thought of the story and the documentary storytelling um just our opinions in general about what happened at the top just so y'all know spoiler alert now this has been out for a minute so if y'all haven't seen it and it's been number one on netflix for like for weeks. i want to say it, for weeks, like so i know you've seen it <laughs> i know you've seen it and if you haven't seen it i mean don't get mad when we spoil it like period so i'm gonna read an overview of it okay so much time guys so much time and we're locked down like so much, so much time. Anyways, um, all right. So the overview of Tiger King, um, title on screen, um, is simply Tiger King, and it came out in 2020. It's a true crime documentary miniseries about the life of zookeeper Joe Exotic. It was released on Netflix <laughs> on March 20th, and the series focuses on the small but deeply interconnected society of the big cat, um, conservant. Uh, excuse me, conservant conserve conservationist there we go come on big mm. words um <laughs> like uh carol baskin owner of the big cat <laughs> <Carol Rescue. Bass. laughs> and collectors such as uh joe exotic whom baskin accuses of abusing and exploiting wild animals so just an overview mm. basically the documentary looks at like how people in the united states quote unquote collect and or rescue these big cats. And when we say big cats, we're talking lions, tigers, maybe sometimes bears, not really. Um but mostly <laughs> these big oh my God. The wild. So some of some of these parks like uh Joe Exotics Park is a for profit kind of zoo that focuses on looking at tigers and they give like people an experience of what like a tiger is um zoos are different in the extent that they do a lot of research they kind of create like mimic the like um environment of many of the animals and like zoos are a little bit more comprehensive right so you'll have the tigers you'll have the lions you'll have the elephants you'll have the reptile section you'll have blah 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 
So Carol Baskin, uh, she's the owner of the Big Cat Rescue and her philosophy, well, I wouldn't say her philosophy, but the Big Cat Rescue um, basically rescues a lot of these cats that are like wild animals that are held in captivity. And I mm -hmm. guess the idea is to help them either, if not be re, um, I wouldn't say re putting back into their wildlife, but also like to have, have them have a safe place that they can retire and not be killed off because they're not profitable in some way. Right. And so mm -hmm. there's controversy on both sides. Right. So there are the people who are conservationists who really want to rescue the animals. And that's Carol Baskin and like PETA and those folks. And then there's those who kind of have a good heart or initially have a good heart for these animals and like are really attached to those animals and they bring them up but the problem you know there's problem on both sides so a lot of the uh conservate big cat conservationists they go after these for-profit sort of um zoos or i, I don't want to call them zoos or like parks if you will tiger parks because they think that they're you know it's a form of abuse to the tigers um, and that they should be pretty much like released or whatever, and they go after them. And then some of these people are like, well, I'm a business and this is my business. And there's very little federal regulation on having these wildcat cats in the United States. So that's the backdrop. What we really get in the story is these crazy characters, um, <laughs> that we go through, I mean, <clears throat> wild guys. So <clears throat> Corey, jump in if I'm describing some of these people wrong. So Joe Exotic, he's the main character. <laughs> he My has dog. his own. Okay. And the crazy like thing about Joe, I mean, he's he's very well-rounded. He, I mean, well-rounded meaning he is so unique. So he is um a gay man um living in rural Oklahoma and he gay started cowboy. collecting he's pretty yeah, he's a gay cowboy. Um and he started collecting these cats because he was rejected by his family, uh, specifically his dad. And I think they moved on and, mm -hmm. and reconciled, but he was really torn up by the fact that his son was home, was a homosexual. And so, you know, Joe spiraled one time and um, he found refuge at um, a house, I believe. And he was really sick. Um, and his friend had these huge cats and they bond, he bonded with the cats. And so he really found like, um let's see unconditional love because of these tigers yes. and so he continued to raise them and created a business where you know these are big cats that people can experience up close and personal where he can go in and train them almost like we mm -hmm. see like uh Siegfried and Royd and like they didn't really do tricks but like he really was an expert on these wildcats um we'll go down the line Carol Baskin she is a um Big Cat Conservationist, and she's the owner of Big Cat Rescue, which is in Florida. But in the documentary, they go through her past, um, and it comes to find out that she also used to collect um, these wild animals um, because she was married, not to the husband featured in the beginning, but a prior marriage to a guy who collected these big cats. He was very rich, and he collected them just for fun. Yes. And so that's how she got into it. Um, according to her in the documentary, she moved away from that because she found that, oh, this isn't the right thing to do. These cats need to be rescued. And so she formed uh, the Big Cat Rescue. Now, that is a big, like, summary. There is a whole backstory to ooh, Carol Baskin ooh. that we'll get to in a minute. So um, there is, uh, oh, my God, I'm going to fuck this name up. Y'all forgive me. Um, 
I think it's Br- Bhagava Antel. You can call I him think. Doc Antle. That's there, there we him. go. So Doc Antle, he is almost like Joe Exotic in a way, whereas he also has a park where a for-profit park where it's um, really where you see tigers and stuff, <clears throat> all types of tigers. Creepy His whole dude. backstory is cuckoo bananas. Yes, he's very creepy. His is like the way he formed his was very cult-like, I would say, um, mm-hmm. in a sense that, well, I, okay, he has multiple wives. They each have their own compounds and they're all a part of this big sort of uh, organization or I would say business to take care of the cats, right? And in the documentary, mm-hmm. they go through his background and how he brought that up. But he got some creepy vibes to him. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also John uh, Finlay. Who was John Finlay? I don't remember. Corey, do you remember who he John was? John Finlay. Mm, let me look. Forgive me, y'all. So many characters in this. Oh, his um, is one of his husbands. The one with no teeth. Oh, okay. There you go. Uh, so Joe Exotic had two husbands. Uh, John Finlay and Travis Mal. Oh, excuse me. Maldonado. Maldonado. Yeah, Maldonado. And so John was his first husband. And yeah, he did not have uh, teeth. But he also was on <laughs> uh, Joe Exotic's like tiger <laughs> compound where they were raising the mm-hmm. animals and showing them to the public and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Travis Maldonado, again, a second husband that he took on um, in uh, sort of his family. Um I'm going to go through. There is Kelsey Staff Safry. Uh, she was a worker on Joe Exotic's um, compound, Tiger Compound, I'll call it. And um, she has an interesting story because during the whole thing, an incident, she lost her arm to one of the tigers and yeah. decided that afterwards she was just going, she wasn't going to go through reconstructive surgery to try and keep the arm or whatever, that she was going to let it go and return back to work on the Tiger uh, <laughs> Compound. The same week. So, yeah. <laughs> The same week, um, uh, Jeff Lowe, um, he's a creeper. Oh, God. He kind of- freaking con man, he's, a criminal. He's a con man. But he, his whole storyline is he, um, as Joe Exotic was kind of going through this downturn of his, uh, his compound with the tigers, he kind of came in and kind of like took advantage of that and kind of gave him some money to try and re- to bring it back up again. But he turns out to be a creep and a con artist. Um, mm-hmm. Then we have Howard Baskin, who is um, Carol's husband. And in that storyline, he's the first husband. And, or was he the second one? Dang he's it. the second one. The one that she's married okay, to like second. now. He's weird. Yes. So he's weird too, but he's very devoted to Carol and the um, big cat rescue. <laughs> so strange. Um, and then, uh, Travis Maldonado, again, that was, uh, the second husband to Joe and then Dylan Passage, who correct me if I'm wrong, was the manager. Was he not the manager for Joe Exotic, his campaign manager? Oh yeah. I believe that was his, his, that was his campaign manager. Yeah. Okay, good. And he just stayed alone for some reason after. Yeah. um, To help out with the tiger compound or whatever. Oh wait, no. So yeah. Oh, go ahead. Dylan Passage was actually after Travis uh, committed suicide. That was the next husband that he married two months. <gasps> the third husband. After. There we go. Yes. Okay. So he married the so man let me two get that right. months after. 
Travis died. So weird. There That's weird too. That's the weirdest yep. thing I've ever heard. So strange. And is still currently married to him, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Joe. He's a rat uh, Spoiler alert. Yeah, Joe is in jail. But we'll talk about how he got there. <laughs> <laughs> Joe is in jail. In jail. <laughs> <laughs> so, free my dog, though. Free my dog. <laughs> free Joe. Free Joe. So, yeah. So, this, if y'all just, just I was trying to do a summary <laughs> of what just happened. And if you haven't seen it and you are confused, that is good because Because this story is confusing. (laughs) It is so confusing, but when you watch the documentary, it makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to go with how the documentary came together, like talk about the, um, how it was put together by the filmmakers. And I think they did a really good job of piecing two stories together one, the story of Joe Exotic against Carol Baskin, which became the like underlying feud that kind of pushed that personal story um, throughout the whole documentary series. And then two, kind of bringing it back to the fact that like a lot of these people lost sight of the fact that the reason why they got into getting, uh, I guess, bonding with these animals was to try and help them. And along yes. the way, a lot of ego, a lot of money issues, a lot of feuds got in the way. And it kind of, in a way, even though it was like so ridiculous and funny, turned tragic and sad. And um, mm-hmm. I think they did a really good job because I hate watching things that are just so intense and sad. Like, I didn't even want to watch this based off the title, but because the characters are so ridiculous and funny within themselves. Like I think the document, the, the documentary people did a good job of highlighting everyone and like Mm -hmm. also not making them caricatures, but just letting them be who they are. And then tying in that story, like really, really well. I think they did a good job of doing that. What did, what did you think of it overall? Yeah, I think, um, the director, producer, um, mm-hmm. just anybody who is in charge of storyline did a good job mm-hmm. of kind of forming the story. And mm-hmm. um, I think it was, I mean, a lot of people probably disagree, but I think the way that it flowed was good. I mean, mm-hmm. kept me interested the whole time. And not oh. just because it was crazy <laughs> as hell, but because <laughs> of the way that <laughs> they told the story. I think they did a good job of kind of, telling the story like within so it was like an overall story going on and then within each episode i feel like there's different um subject to each episode kind of like how in an actual scripted show there would be an overarching theme or um plot for the season but then there would be different subplots within each episode so i think um they did a good job in that piece because a documentary Mm -hmm. is storytelling too and i think they did oh, yeah. a phenomenal job and a lot of people would, mm-hmm. would either disagree but or agree i mean a lot of people would agree because everyone mm-hmm, was too mm-hmm. so okay. they, they did their job because uh mm-hmm. it's been killing the charts right now okay. but uh yeah <laughs> i definitely agree with the way oh that gosh. they uh play with characters and stuff i feel like everybody got their own background or backstory kind yeah. of highlighted yeah i'm looking at everybody and everybody had um a backstory yeah highlighted even uh yeah everybody did and Mm -hmm. uh it was kind of open-ended where they kind of let you form Mm -hmm. your own opinion on these people 
So like mm-hmm. Carol Baskin, she was supposed to be the good person, right? In the mm-hmm. in the whole thing. Like she's supposed to be saving the tigers, yet she's keeping them in captivity as well. But she's supposed mm-hmm. to be saving and I'm also from Tampa, Florida too, guys. So it's kind of funny mm-hmm. that she's based in Tampa because it's just hilarious. But um <laughs> Oh, and another thing, let me this is so off topic, but if you're from Tampa, she she said she met her first husband, the one that she killed. <laughs> let me stop. The one that uh, disappeared. <laughs> She said she met her first husband on Nebraska in Tampa. And anybody who's from Tampa knows that Nebraska is where all the prostitutes be. So she said she was just Mm. walking down Nebraska Avenue. And anybody from Tampa knows that she was hooking. So, girl, don't be playing these games. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. Because I was like, girl, you was on Nebraska just walking. And you met this man. Cut it out. I'm not surprised. Because even in the in the film, they talked about how she... So, backstory on Carol Baskin. She was... Basically, she grew up in a very religious household and mm-hmm. she suffered a um, a sexual abuse attack from these two guys. And um, in her family, she told her family about it and they basically blamed her for it. Like basically the idea mm-hmm. is like, oh, if you get attacked, then you did something to deserve that. Of course, putting the burden on the woman. Yes. And so she she ran away. She was very young and vulnerable. And so, yeah, she... If she was walking on Nebraska, she didn't have any money or anything. So at that point, I wouldn't be surprised because that's the only way for her to make that kind of any kind of income um, with no yeah. education and leaving around 16 years, years old. You know what I mean? I think it was around mm-hmm. 16 or 19 or something like that. And um, yeah, and she met her first husband. He just apparently pulled over, saw that she was crying. And he said, I'll give you a ride. And the bitch, you know, he was... And, <laughs> Yeah, very creepy. And she said, I, you know, she was creeped out by it, but he was like, here, I'll give you my gun. You can point it at me as I give you a ride. And then she got in. And, uh, that sounds like the some Adam. shit. <laughs> it really does. It was like, really? This is how we doing? Okay. And, uh, <laughs> apparently, like, I guess they fell in love that night and they, they were never separated. That so night? the very fact that you say, I don't, I don't know if it was that. I don't know. I think from that night, like they the continued way she, to the see way each she other. rolls. That sounds right. The Ooh. way she be rolling, that sounds right. <laughs> That night, though, I mean, it's Carol Baskin. So. I don't know if they were in love that night, but that's the night. That's how they met, and then eventually got married. Yeah, that's and they were very far apart in age, but yeah, um, yeah. I like how older, rich guy just, for sure. Yep, and mm-hmm. uh, he's somewhere now. Who knows where he is? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like how they kind of let you form your own opinions because like at first they were like Carol Baskin supposed to be like good person right but there's something really mm-hmm. sinister to her like something mm-hmm. really sinister to her and I can see it all in her eyes like mm-hmm. so they kind of put the information out there and they're like you do what you want to do with it and uh mm-hmm. yeah and I like that yeah I think it's it makes it subjective what's it what's uh, I always yeah. forget if it's subjective or objective which one Ooh. is it? It makes it objective. Dang. I think like, this is always stuck. I think me. it's objective. Yes. I think it's objective. Yeah. Yeah. So it makes it very yeah. objective, which is good because yeah. there's no good or bad in the story. Everyone's kind of, <laughs> everyone has kind yeah. of done things that aren't good. So right. Um, right. I like that about, about the series. That's my, probably my favorite part. Yeah. I agree. Cause at first when you're just watching the story as it unfolds, you're like, Oh, 
good are the people who are like the con cons conservatives and the conservatives, the conservationists, there we go, who try and, you know, rescue the cats and then the mm -hmm. people who are making money off of it. You're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, that one's bad. But as you get everyone's backstory, you see that there's a little bit of good and a little bit of bad with everybody. And that's human nature, you know, and I'm glad that mm -hmm. they, they did that. So that's a, a great, great point. What were some of your favorite, I mean, my favorite character probably would have to be Joe Exotic. He, yeah, I mean, nobody beats he, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> the man, the man, there is no one like him. Number one, uh, oh, for real nobody like him and he he has this mullet he <laughs> has he in his lifetime have had three husbands two at the same time yeah. he you know like there's a part of him where it was like i was really connecting to the fact that he loved the animals and how they gave him unconditional love but then you see how he like got more um fame and success like in trying to be a star that his ego kind of got the best of him um there were moments where i would root for joe especially even even though i felt like what carol and like Peter were doing to stop him was kind of right a part of me still rooted for him because like he create he created this business out of nothing and mm -hmm. i'm always you know what i mean like i'm like if someone's trying to stop your bag i'm like yo like that's not cool you know what i mean like he would take some of these tigers all over to the malls and stuff. And Carol Baskin and PETA would shut him down and people would get the opportunity to like pet the baby tigers and all this stuff. And they would go specifically after him and was like, nope, can't do it here. Nope, can't do that. And each and every time he reinvented himself to create, continue to create his business and grow. So it's like a part mm -hmm. of me is like, I love a hustler, right? I love some uh, uh, someone who goes from nothing to something using their creativity, using what they have. And at the same time, there's a part of something about Joe that is kind of um, predatory, right? Like he yeah. would, you know, even with his connection to his husband, husbands, I should say, like a <laughs> lot of them, he met them when they were like very young. And there's not to say that you're, you're obviously like prey when you're young, but there is a different dynamic of how you see the world and Joe obviously had more money and he was older. There's a like, there is a clear dynamic of who has a little bit more power, particularly as it relates to how much money you have and how it's coming in. And to someone who is a little bit younger and doesn't have the same access to that. And both of his husbands were in that situation. And mm -hmm. a lot of these guys who collect these tigers, they have this sort of like, fantasy about power right like they get off on the fact that they can subdue a tiger if you will or a tiger will do something that they say because they are fucking powerful animals like every time i knew the documentary spanned several episodes but every time one of them stepped into the to that motherfucking cage or whatever with the animal i was like this has to be the end of the show i know we are smack dab in the middle of this thing but you're, you're i mean my money is always going to be on the tiger like you fit in to lose your life and they would come out all the time and they would love that rush, that rush of being able to like make a tiger do something or even to save their life. So like they have this sort of like affinity to that power that you see in the way they treat their staff, 
they treat their partners the way they created their lives so part of me was like oh y'all are some like a lot of y'all are like a little predatory when it comes to like the way you form your relationships um and that power and seeking that um so it was a it was a it was a mixed bag i also love that he ran for congress in oakland i don't know if it was congress but he was running for a political governor. position governor there you go in um oklahoma and this dude gave no he was walking around waving to people i swear he handed out condoms to babies he didn't even give a, like little five-year-olds like here you go take this here you go With i was like yo you can't you can't like sir you can't just okay sure like you know and a lot of people knew him from his uh you know his tiger compound but like they also know the kind of character that he is and he was always about being on tv with them damn tigers and the babies um baby tigers excuse me and uh yeah he was very much like this bigger than life kind of person he has his, he had his own studio like many tyler perry stu- like joe exotic studios like ready like i was just like yo like he was not yeah, joe exotic just, studio and he the best thing about this which i think was really he when i tell you he dropped music videos y'all he dropped Fire. some music vi- and he kind of had a really good voice like his music wasn't that bad and i'm not even a country fan and there's some great country music out there country music in general is really mm-hmm. good and i'm i just i'm just not a big fan of everything but like this man could sing sing like i just thought he was like i was like okay i was like oh okay you can you can sing <laughs> like you sound but it just it was ugh, he was just he was such a person i've never i've never ever seen anyone like joe exotic and um that. yeah he's probably one of my favorite <laughs> favorite people not only in the series but like in life i'm pretty sure yeah i'm i'm he's one of my favorite so yeah mm-hmm. how about you which characters did you like um and everyone oh my god just yeah you go first who who did you really really like yeah, so I'm just going to go through this little list that we have and just give a little pin mm. on everybody. Everybody knows cool. Joe Exotic is my favorite. That is my I mean... dog. Like, okay, <laughs> like he, obviously he did things that were bad and mm-hmm. there was something about him that was like super predatory, but I think it comes mm-hmm. from the fact that all these people had messed up ass childhoods and, yeah. you know, yep. they, if you don't deal with that stuff, it, it, forms into things that are not very healthy for you as an adult. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that was his issue is with the whole Mm -hmm. marrying these young people and all that stuff. And he, Mm -hmm. he, in his own way, um, he had a very Doc Antle vibe to him to where it was Mm kind of like a cult, like everyone kind of worshiped him, but it was just Mm -hmm. because also because he's a very, just very, he can be very persuasive just because mm-hmm. he, he's very like he has delusions of grandeur obviously he thinks mm-hmm. that he's like this big famous which he he is now i saw him on the cover of people magazine in the store um mm. he thinks he's like this big famous he's had a very larger than life attitude and you know that doesn't hurt anybody i think um but yeah <laughs> right. he was just my favorite there really is nobody in this world like him i have never in my life ever met a person like him he I think mm. what I really liked about him is he was not afraid to be himself. And yeah. it's very, yeah. it's very yeah. hard to do that where he's from. Mm-hmm. He's from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Okay. A mm-hmm. white man from Oklahoma and um, very similar to conditions I grew up in where they going to judge the heck out of you if you are not like them. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And um, that makes you want to kind of shrink and hide who you are. Mm-hmm. This man was never afraid to be Joe motherfucking exotic. And I think <laughs> that's why... <laughs> I think that's why I truly just, <gasps> I truly liked him as just a person mm-hmm. because he always stayed true to Joe Exotic. And yeah. I think there's yeah. something very, um, now they get, get, don't get me wrong. Now he did criminal stuff, but there's something really mm-hmm. innocent about him where it's mm-hmm. like he, everything that he did, whether it was bad or not, he was trying to come from mm-hmm. a good place. And I think it just yeah. got misconstrued. Like, Yes, I get where Kara Bassin was coming from, why she was trying to come for him. But mm-hmm. um, he started that because of his love for animals. And like you said, because he wanted to start something because he didn't feel like he was shit because his family was, was telling him that he wasn't nothing and he was wrong mm-hmm. for being gay and all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like everything he did was from a place of good intention where it was, whether mm-hmm. it was good or not, y'all y'all be the judge of that. We all know he did some mm-hmm. bad stuff. Um, yeah. But I feel like he did get taken advantage of a lot, and he also did take advantage of people. But that's kind of how that's kind of how it is when you're in these positions of power. Yeah, um, you do stuff like that, and it's not right. But yeah. that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there was something very innocent to him, and he did stuff from a place of where he was trying to do it um, from a good place. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I just I just really like Joe Exotic. Mm-hmm. Um. And I want them to free my dog <laughs> because, like, yes, he he did yeah. talk about killing that lady all the time. But people who mm-hmm. are who people who have the biggest bark aren't gonna do anything. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. a well known thing. Like that man was just talking, and he was mm-hmm. mad because Carol mm-hmm. Baskin, like, she wanted to sue him so bad. She went after this man's parents. These old ass people. Yo. She trying to take the house, and that really that really made me mad because I was like. Girl, if you have a problem with Joe Exotic, I get it. He been come, y'all mm-hmm. been y'all been bickering back and forth, but you gonna try to go for the man? Parents, these old these mm-hmm. people are old. When I tell you, these people are mm-hmm. old. She was trying to take their house. I said, girl, mm-hmm. now that's just taking it too far. Like that, mm-hmm. that kind of pissed me off, and that would make me mad, and that would make me want to turn up too. Like I don't know, I would mm-hmm. turn up too. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like, yes, he was he was saying crazy stuff, but that's just. That's just that man. Like, you know, that's how that man is. Like, you know, he's going to he say whatever you want to say. He's a wild, y'all. He's a wild man. He don't got no filter. He don't say whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about yeah. this, but how did he get her diary? <laughs> <laughs> y'all, Joe. <laughs> Yo, the I best thing Joe. about Joe was he was petty, okay? Petty. He did not give uh but like he would roll like he would have like he he took a trip to tampa to go to the big cat rescue and have like <laughs> signs out there and shit like and making fun of her, her. <laughs> protest her and then like he would have his own back in oklahoma in his studio or whatever he would have like these tv shows like i'm talking like like production where he's sitting down and one of the things he would do, I don't know how he had a hold of this woman's diary. He must have found it. But <laughs> I don't know if there were letters to, like, well, I don't know what wrote they it were. himself, child. Who knows? Or something. <laughs> I have to see. And I have to rewatch it because that's like, that's Me an too. interesting detail. But he, he would read that stuff and just, and just go off on her. And like, it was so 
wild. I mean, some mm-hmm. some things I was like, okay, Joe, you taking it too far. Like he would have a dummy yeah. with her face on it, and like he was like, fuck her, I want her dead, and shoot the dummy. Like watching it, mm-hmm. I was just like, whoa, like now my you need heart to calm was down like, a little bit, Joe. Please, mm-hmm. like, also you have a co-host on set. Like I know y'all used to guns and everything, but please, like relax like calm yeah, I know down from Oklahoma like, or whatever okay uh, stay strapped down. but like yes. my gosh so yeah but he, he would just take hated it all that away. lady oh he my god they're so feud. much it was crazy Yo. so he would do he was just very <sighs> outward with it because he mm-hmm. he that's all he knew how to do and she was very like mm-hmm. legal with it I'm gonna take everything oh, from this yeah. man and I'm gonna break him down mm-hmm. and I'm gonna just I'm gonna go after everybody his parents like and she was that type mm-hmm. of woman because okay now we're moving off Joe we're getting to Carol Bass oh, she's next to the shit. list okay my issue with her is that she put on this front like I'm so I'm the good person here like I'm mm-hmm. so perfect and I'm so good I'm so good but there are so many bad things that she did mm-hmm. that I was like, girl, I don't like this. <laughs> it's not sitting mm-hmm. right with my little soul. Mm-hmm. Like, there's something, <laughs> there's something mm. very sinister to that woman that really unsettled me. And I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. That really unsettled mm-hmm. me. Like, the whole killing her ex-husband. Mm-hmm. That's why that's why Hillsborough County Sheriff. Allegedly. That's why Hillsborough County Sheriff attempted to blow to reopen that case. Okay? Because... <laughs> Corey. They reopen that case and look, I'll be down to helping them <laughs> figure it out. Because look, now I'm interested. Because she allegedly killed her husband, but the fact that she would be laughing about the accusations mm-hmm. when people would be like, oh, she put him in the meat grinder. She'd be like, I put him in the meat grinder. <laughs> I'm like, girl, what you laughing for? Like, every single thing. Like, she would say, oh, oh they God. said I fed him. How come I feel? <laughs> girl i'm like girl what you laughing for like if i you was truly crazy. in my heart if i truly nothing, oh like in my heart had nothing to do with it i would be upset right that yeah. these accusations would be thrown at me i would not be laughing okay because nothing is funny if i truly love this man and i did had nothing to Whew. do with his disappearance you ain't finna see yeah. me laughing i'll be like man tired of y'all saying this because i love this man this is my husband like i did not do this i'm not finna be yeah. <laughs> Kikiling and kikiing, excuse me. I'm not going to be kikiing. Like I don't see that on too many serial killer shows <sighs> where people kikiing oh. about the stuff that they did. Mm. Anyways, and then the fact that she was just so <laughs> relentless with, because you know, like Joe. He, okay, I ain't gonna say he was stupid. He obviously was mm-hmm. smart. You have to be smart to build mm-hmm. a business, but he mm-hmm. wasn't like. I don't know how to explain it. Like he obviously he didn't know much about legal stuff Mm-mm. and all that stuff. He wasn't wise. Was, yeah. He wasn't wise. He didn't make he wise decisions. Yeah. Yes. He was just kinda like he did whatever he wanted to do, which can get you in trouble, as we all know. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. gotta have some restraint sometimes and he had no restraint yeah. at all times. Mm-hmm. Um but she um obviously she knew a lot about the legal field. Because probably because her ex-husband was a big businessman, freaking millionaire. Right. So she learned from him. And then I mm-hmm. feel like Howard, her new husband, knew about that stuff as well. So she would hit him that way. And it's like, mm-hmm. and she would just keep going. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what. Like, she uh, took his zoo from him, took all the money, the mail broke. I'm going to go out to his parents and take his parents' house. Like, 
I don't understand the yeah, point. That was that, messed up. Like, that was fucked. Like, I was like, damn, his, Carol. His mom is like an 80 year old woman. She over here crying because she's like, I don't mm-hmm. she try to take my house. I don't have anything to give. Like, I'm over here mm-hmm. like really sad because I don't like if you mess with older people. Like, that's really not cool. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. on top of that, after her first husband allegedly disappeared, <clears throat> she killed him. Um, after her <laughs> first husband allegedly disappeared, she took the money from the kids, like from his children. Yo, quick. And okay, quick. off that real quick, like, I didn't know whether to applaud Carol Baskin for the, like, when I tell you the strategy, like, yes, she I, had that strategy. Have, yo, she had that strategy down. So, first of all, there is like a waiting period that, like, her husband, her husband who had disappeared, did not make her like the head of a household. I think it is. I forget the term, but she did not have any legal rights to any of the profits mm-hmm. that he made from the cat rescue that he created. Right. Okay. And she found a way. Basically, since he disappeared for a long time, they they like dismissed the case. She's like she got it down to the year and the date, the moment. That he didn't turn up on that date. She went, got that paperwork, claimed that money, and went ahead and bankrolled all that money, honey. And I was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? That looks suspicious as hell, number one. But number two, (laughs) I was like, what a fucking genius. Why can't I think of some shit like that? Like, wow. (laughs) Like, what? Like, what a wonderful legal scam. Like, she, like, she, I was like, wow, Carol Baskin for the motherfucking win. And uh, uh, to be fair, I don't think she killed, I don't think she killed her uh, first husband because he had a pattern. Like, he had, four, what, two other wives before Carol Baskin? Is that correct? Before he married her? Two or three? I don't know. He I had, know, I remember had, the one that was real big. Okay. <laughs> okay. Girl, she was so yeah, mad. Oh, but okay, so, so the bitter. one, the problem is, he left his he he he's known for cheating on his wives, right? Mm-hmm. So he cheated on his first wife with left his first wife for Carol. And Carol was the younger hottie or whatever. Of course, in that relationship, then <laughs> the there was rumors. Hottie. Right. Oh, That's so, how it was. Oh, they, he was still married to the first when he when him and Carol I started messing so. around. He either was married, but he definitely cheated on so her. So anyway, it then, started like, from left. a bad place. Yes, he started. Uh-uh. It started like it's the saying where like you get them how you you keep them how you get them or something like that. Mm-hmm. So Carol you got him, him how you, while how he you was. Get him. There you go. There you go. And so Carol lost him how she got him. Right, like he basically he was planning the whole allegedly and the thing. What they're saying was he was planning on leaving Carol for his mistress in Costa Rica, right? But. Mm-hmm. The day that he was planning all this stuff and ready to do all that whoop-de-woo, he disappeared. And so then all of these stories was like, oh, well, she fed him to the tigers. There was all this now, stuff. But they that. had, well, no, that would have been, they would have found his bones. Like, yeah, I don't know if cats, you know, eat like bones and stuff and just leave nothing. <laughs> oh, um, <they> <laughs> so, so, you know, but, um, so then that's where the accusations come from that she had killed him because she, you know, she's, she was basically the main suspect in his disappearance. Nobody knows where he went. They just know that he was trying to plan on leaving on a specific day, had his plane ready to go to Costa Rica, but the plane never left. They never knew where this husband was. 
And he was getting all this paperwork to keep it together and stuff. And Tampa still hasn't found anything on him or whatever. So, you know, in the feud between her and Joe Exotic, he was, he was trying to like basically be like, this lady killed her husband. And there's still mm-hmm. rumors that she did. Cause they like his disappearance, like they couldn't find a body. They couldn't find anything. Nothing. They had this like, man. Yo, and his fishy. lawyer was so good. Yo, that lawyer Ooh, hit that? Her I can't husband. say that. I can't say I that. I won't be responding to that. Let me tell you. <laughs> I was like, he, I mean, I'm surprised he didn't plead the fifth child. I was like, you're not in the court mm-hmm. of law, but you might as well just plead the fifth, sir. But yes, it was just was hilarious. So, it was so, so funny. I, don't, I didn't like Carol because I think it's she just, was uh like manipulative in a way that she got her money from her husband and it was shady the way she did it because he also had children so like for her to yeah, be like i don't mess with that like, for you to be like i'm taking all the money from the kids too like mm, what like mm-hmm. why are you why and i'm keeping it for myself like mm-hmm. you nasty for that like yeah. you nasty and I don't fool with that at all. Cause like a real woman would be like, you know what? I'm getting money to the kids because like even this, this man was yeah. horrible to me. Like, or at least said. a portion of it. You, you know, know what I mean? Like, damn. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to leave your kids like that. Mm-hmm. Cause like, why would you? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I don't think she had a it's good not your relationship money anyway. with, the kids, with his kids from the but either previous, way. Like, yeah. it's not your, it's not your money. Like, Mm-mm. it's his. Mm-mm. So give but, it to his children. Like, exactly. it's not even yours to be stealing and. You know, yep. ugh, I just, ugh, yep. she like, she irked my soul. And I'm so sinister <laughs> about her. But hey, y'all go to Big Cat Rescue in Tampa and see the, okay. the tigers that she got Ooh. in captivity as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to Mr. Bagabond, uh, Doc Anthony. Oh my God, God. Um, creepy cult leader dude. What was hilarious to me was that he was not in the story at all, but he had all the opinions. Okay. okay. Like he had confessional on top Ooh. of confessional and every, it was like everything that happened. They had an interview for him talking about it. I'm like, you're not even in the story, bro. Nothing like, to do with him. Why? Nothing to do with him, but he has <laughs> so much to say. And I just thought that was hilarious because that's was. a very like white man thing. He do. was very <laughs> loyal to Joe exotic, which I like, like anytime they trying to say something bad about yeah. Joe doc was like, I don't know nothing about that. All I know is Joe's trying to make his money. I was like, okay. I'll give you that. You creepy as hell, exactly. dude. But <laughs> you, you're running a cult over there. Right. You're definitely running a cult with these wise. tigers and stuff. Like, wild. Like, super wild. Yeah. Why, But y'all go visit his thing and uh, let me go and shout him out to North Carolina. <laughs> North Carolina. One of them Carolinas. Yeah, yeah, definitely the Carolinas. Myrtle Beach. What I said. <laughs> oh, the my God. South Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. Yeah, so, yep, yep, yep. Myrtle Beach. Um, but he's just an interesting character as well. He got his mm-hmm. own backstory if y'all interested in him. Yeah. And they did a little blurb on him too. Mm-hmm. Um, with his whole wives and his whole cult thing. So yep. he's just a little creeper. Um, John Finlay, which was Joe Zock's first husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they was calling him Meth Mouth, which is so mean. <laughs> but he did, <laughs> he, he did do meth. And if you watch it, yeah. it yeah. <laughs> and it took his teeth. I mean, <laughs> But calling him meth mouth, he was a he was a cool guy. Like, he was he was now, a nice guy. <laughs> um, he was a nice kid. He mm-hmm. Joe took him when he was young, mm-hmm. and he was married to Joe. But apparently, he was never gay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what they say. But I think he was somewhat piece of gay. Yeah, like with Joe, you gotta you gotta do like something. Yeah. Like, so he ended up um, he selling just out with, with him on women. 
Yes. And he mm-hmm. was messing with, um, I think the receptionist and he left Joe for the receptionist and they had some children or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking throughout the whole thing mm-hmm. and he was just selling out on Joe. <laughs> um, cause he just hated Joe's goods <laughs> and I was laughing the whole time. <laughs> um, Rick Kirkman, I believe he was the Hollywood guy who came in to produce Joe's oh, yes. uh, reality show. Yo. This guy was such a slime ball. He was to creepy too. He was a true yeah. he was a true Hollywood slime ball. Yes. Um, what I didn't like about him was he obviously did not respect Joe. He obviously Mm-mm. thought Joe was scum. He obviously thought he was so much better than Joe mm-hmm. and he was like disgusted by Joe. But yet he spent all that time there getting this footage so mm-hmm. that he could basically make money off of Joe. Mm-hmm. And that's what I didn't like about Rick Kirkman. He was a true Hollywood scumball, mm-hmm. scumbag, whatever that fucking phrase yeah. is. But he did and knew he obviously had a story, though. That's the cool thing, because like he, he did, he knew he had he did yeah. have something. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like how he like so obviously did not respect Joe, and so yep. obviously thought so little of Joe. But yeah. you all in this man's face and like film everything and make it preparing to make money off this man mm-hmm. he just thought of joe like as his meal ticket and mm-hmm. i don't like stuff like that because mm-hmm. i just i don't know i have values and <laughs> i ain't like that about him but yeah <laughs> but um that's that's who he is he, mm-hmm. he's a hollywood you know guy an exec and he's gonna make his money either way but he never made his money because mm-hmm. the thing burned down as mm-hmm. you guys will learn that's my opinion on Mr. Kirkman. Mm-hmm. John Ranke. So this was the manager, right? With no legs. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. the he was like Joe's ride or die. Yeah. He was a very sweet man. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I think he like helped so with managing the whole like facility and operations and stuff with the cats. Yes. He was very loyal to Joe. Was, but I think yeah. he ended up singing in the end because he didn't want to go to jail himself, which I yeah. get it. He was yeah. very loyal to Joe up until the end mm-hmm. um, when they kind of forced him to tell on Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, but very sweet man, very loyal. And mm-hmm. I liked his character. Like, yeah, I wish they would have did a little bit more with mm-hmm. him. Because, mm-hmm. like, he was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I think they talked about how he lost his legs, which sounded terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it wasn't was because of the tiger, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was, like, ziplining. And he fell 50 feet and landed right on his leg. <gasps> <gasps> Like, Awful. I can't even imagine, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like that, the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, But very sweet man. And I mm-hmm. wish they would do a little bit more with his character. And I believe in the end, he ended up leaving his wife after everything was said and done. Because mm. he said he was just, he was just tired, I think. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I just want to be by myself. And mm-hmm. I was like, I get it, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I get it. Like, I'm tired, too. Yeah. <laughs> So after that <laughs> whole trial, <laughs> it's traumatic. Like they, like it went from like, that's yeah. the sad part about it. Like you see the story of Joe and this, this, like, I, I wouldn't say thriving, but like he clearly created a business and the cats and everything and provided jobs to people, even though like the people who are working there didn't live in the best circumstances. You know what I mean? But he created yeah. a way for them to like make a living of some sort. And Mr. Renke was stayed all the way to the end, right? So he saw the building of this business and the downfall of it. You know what I mean? Even to the point where, and I think you're going to get into um, Jeff Lowe a little later, but how Jeff Lowe came and stole it, took it away, you know, and then they lost their jobs and they, you know what I mean? And then they had to go to court because then the, the federal government got involved. Like this got to the level where the 
federal government was getting involved in this case because it dealt with the animals and the feud between him and Carol. So John being a part of that, mm-hmm. seeing someone, and I think he cared. I think, I think he cared for Joe, like you said, to his loyalty, he cared for him. So to he see, did. to see someone be on the stand and kind of, you know, in those courtrooms, like they have to tell the truth, but they have to, it's manipulated sometimes. You know what I mean? So yeah, like Joe would have to be, John would have to be like, yeah, he did say he wanted to kill Carol Baskin. Right. But if you're not there to hear how he said it, you can't get the whole context of like, oh, okay, he's he's a little bit crazy and doesn't like this person, but he's yeah. not going to go and ca- like, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to think yeah. anything of it. But like in a court of real. law, if you have a defense attorney, ter- like, you know what I mean? Like, then it's going to look like, yeah, he wanted to kill that girl. Like, period. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree with you. John was super loyal and it was kind of hard to see to watch him watch Joe's sort of demise and his investment in the, in the, um, in the tiger compound in Oklahoma, you know, it was important to them and they were really, yeah. they really were bought into this facility and to the animals, you know? So I was like, mm-hmm. man, it was, it was, yeah, like it he was loved rough. the animals so much. Mm-hmm. And I hated that. It just went down like that for him. Mm-hmm. But, um, this is my dog. Like John Ranky was my dog. Yeah, he was cool. Yeah, I hope that he's doing okay now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, who's next? Kelsey. This woman. Girl. Bless her heart. She was so loyal <laughs> that she lost her darn arm. Okay. She had a chance, I believe, to get it reattached or whatever, mm-hmm. like or something. Like she yeah. had a chance to keep her arm, mm-hmm. but she was so worried about Joe and him not getting in trouble mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And she wanted to protect animals that she, after she got her shit ate off, <laughs> she decided to go back to work that same week. Mm-hmm. And, um, bless her heart. She was mm-hmm. very manipulated, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but is she happy with what is, you know, is she happy with what she got? Then, Hey, who am I to say that True. she, made a poor decision yeah and so, i think um she I'm, said yeah she said something to the effect of like i remember because this blew my mind like when that accident happened and they showed it all in the documentary for, for y'all that haven't seen it but they show them trying to save her and getting her to the hospital and all of that and then her decision to not try and take the arm like you said like she didn't want to i don't think she wanted to go through like there's also like like there physical therapy you have to go through there's multiple surgeries mm-hmm. like to reattach it's not just like one surgery yeah. and it's back it's like mo- so it would have been a longer road to recovery than it was for taking it off so i think that that weighed in her decision of saying like you know what cut it off is fine and then for her to go back to work what got me was she was she was on this like you know the media is the enemy type of bullshit you know what i mean she was like um mm-hmm. yeah i didn't want the media to sh- to like win at the end of the day to show like you know i can't go back to work so i went back to work to prove that um you know like <laughs> girl what I- i'm like girl your your whole arm is gone and you trying to prove something to the media ch- right you need to prove to your arm that it deserves exactly your body you like. need to prove <laughs> to your you other saying? arm that you care about it and not work with these tigers <laughs> What are we talking about? Right? Like, this had nothing to do with the media, child. Yeah. So she, I don't know. I feel like she was manipulating. Yeah. I agree with you um, with that. I because, was like, that's crazy. Yeah. She, they was just pumping her head with all types of stuff. Because mm-hmm. the fact that she would even say something like that, when you're dealing with your arm, <laughs> is 
crazy. <laughs> so I'm pray for her though, because she mm-hmm. <laughs> she seemed happy and she seemed like she's adjusted to life without the arm. Yeah. Um, and, and she was not something too. I would have did. Yeah. yeah. Hell no, I would not do that. <laughs> it's not Mm-mm. something I would have did because I'm black. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like no, as soon Mm-mm. as my arm is gone. Fuck these tigers. Mm-mm. Y'all getting on my nerves. Mm-mm. And we ain't gonna play with y'all no more. Nope. And I'm nope. quitting. Mm-mm. So, but nah. everyone, it's different. Everyone lives a different life. Mm-hmm. But um, she was definitely manipulated, I believe. But hey, like I said, she happy with her stump. Girl, they ha- I'm happy with the stump. Okay. okay. And we, we ain't even gonna, we ain't even gonna say nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you gonna do what you do. Okay. Miss <laughs> Kelsey. Um, so next, Jeff Lowe, the Ooh. scum of the earth. I mean, absolute scum. This, yes. Ugh. I believe Judith kind of explained his role. So when Carol was like relentlessly going after Joe's assets and trying to take literally everything from him, he was about to lose the zoo. He teamed up with this scumbag named Jeff Lowe, who used to um, have baby tigers in Vegas and have mm-hmm. like girls come to the room and pet them. And obviously he would prey on the women because mm-hmm. he's gross. He's mm-hmm. predatory and he's a molester. And I believe that he has sexually assaulted somebody once in his life or mm-hmm. twice, mm-hmm. maybe three times. Cause he seemed like that type of dude. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so he teamed up with this guy because he thought the guy was rich. The guy was renting his mansion. He was renting the Porsche mm-hmm. that he had to kind of put up front and to kind of make it seem like he had money. And Joe bought into that thinking Very that this guy so. had money. Mm-hmm. And he asked the guy to help him save the zoo and like partner with him or mm-hmm. whatever. Jeff was broke as a joke. Mm-hmm. He did all that to to manipulate Joe, I believe, into thinking that he had money. Mm-hmm. And he stood up for Joe when Carol was kind of coming at him over the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, Carol and her lawyers and Howard were coming at Joe over the phone. He stood up for Joe to make it seem like he cared about Joe. Mm. But in all reality, that was all the front as well. Mm-hmm. Um, because he just wanted to steal Joe's zoo, which he did. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, he and he said, like, he, he acted like he was doing it to save joe right he, like put his name on the zoo because then carol can't take it or whatever or right to start over um but it was all a ploy mm-hmm. <laughs> he was just trying to take the zoo because he's a con man and very smart when i might yep add. and a lot of the things when it actually got down to because joe had been saying he was trying to kill carol for years okay okay mm-hmm. like the man was saying for years <laughs> he didn't actually do anything right <laughs> Honestly, he had been threatening her life for years, mm-hmm. but he didn't actually do anything, obviously, until mm-hmm. Jeff came to the picture. Um, and Jeff um, bought in a new handyman once he stole the zoo. He mm-hmm. bought in his own handyman, who Joe hated, and the handyman hated Joe. Um, but he kind of put this idea in Joe in Joe's head that he could um, hire the handyman to go down to Tampa and kill mm-hmm. Carol. And Jeff, he also did a lot of manipulating to where he was like kind of egging Joe on. He said, oh, I know she runs on this trail every day. Mm-hmm. And he pinpointed where the trail was. And he kind Google of maps. did that whole research. Mm-hmm. Yep. He Google mapped the trail to kind of kind of create this idea where I'm going to get Joe to actually go through with killing Carol. Mm-hmm. So, yes, Joe is his own man and he's an adult. But Jeff had a lot to do, I believe, with manipulating him into Absolutely. actually hiring um, his hitman. This is Jeff's. This is Jeff's partner, Jeff's colleague, mm-hmm. hiring Jeff's, you know, hitman to go down there and actually kill her. Mm. So this man is the scum of the earth. I mean, garbage. obviously he got away with it mm-hmm. because he's a smart dude. I mm-hmm. mean, 
um, after Joe was in jail, he took in another guy, Tim Stark, who's a millionaire off of this. He has his own zoo mm-hmm. and they were working together and, uh, he fucked Tim Stark over and Tim Stark mm-hmm. ended up hating him. Mm-hmm. So basically anybody who was in business with Joe ends up hating him because not Joe, Jeff mm-hmm. ends up hating him because he is a terrible person. He is. And, um, and he worked Jeff, with the feds um, too. He, he did. He worked with the feds mm. to get Joe under in, in, you know, behind bars um conveniently leaving out his his part in all of it Mm -hmm. he um he basically he does whatever he does he does whatever he needs to do to survive that's Mm -hmm. the type of person that he is to me Mm -hmm. he's very much an opportunist and he gonna do whatever he needs to do he gonna mess over whoever he needs to mess over um to make sure that he comes out on top so um yeah, very, very shysty little dude. Yeah, Ooh, there was there was a quote that he said that made me so mad. So he had a, a little wife or whatever, mm-hmm. and she obviously a lot younger than him. Yeah, they she got pregnant. They had the baby. Mm-hmm. He told him some. We finna have Lauren was his wife's name. He said, "Oh, we finna have Lauren induced in a week. I can't wait to get her back in the gym." I said, mm. "What? What?" Meanwhile, and this man like, looked like I- a water buffalo, y'all. He looked like an ashy <laughs> water. He looks awful. <laughs> Like oh, has no neck. Girl. And he told him I can't <laughs> me off so bad. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Yeah, I can't wait to hire our nanny. He's like, I don't care what the nanny does, all it matters is what she looks like. He over here showing the camera the new nanny all excited and giddy because she obviously she's some big breasted <laughs> woman who looks nice, like obviously. obviously. And he told him, Yeah, I can't wait. Can't wait till we have this new nanny showing the during cameras the nanny, like you nasty and you mm-hmm. real just ugh. I can't stand that man. Ugh. So yeah. Jeff Lowe, bad man, he is not in prison um because he did what he had to do mm-hmm. to manipulate the situation mm-hmm. and make sure that he did not go to jail. But they do believe that he will be in jail later. I hope um, so. They better they have a part, a part two with this whole series. Cause... They better because they left a lot Ooh. of stuff open. But they kept saying that because uh, Joe started squealing on everybody yep, once, once he, he was in the slammer. Because he was like, mm-hmm. y'all not going to take Pat Miko down for this. Mm-hmm. Um, so they do believe that a lot of people are going to be going to jail and mm-hmm. Jeff will be one of them. But mm-hmm. Jeff is very smug and very arrogant and he said they don't got nothing on him so well, he's okay. gonna do what he do so right you keep mm-hmm. fixing it okay mm-hmm. sir they're gonna have a little piece of evidence um but yeah jeff is the devil mm-hmm. <laughs> so, i hope yeah i and hope how- that's like a highlight on cnn like breaking news like in the middle of the corona pandemic shit while we all on our just that big jeff Lowe goes to jail i feel like that would be like a nationwide victory like yes yes i know i'll be cheering in my living room like (laughs) yeah take this man down like he's so evil to me yo what an evil dude like what an evil person like i didn't see nothing no like no good in him Mm -hmm. like usually i can always find some piece of good at somebody yeah but this man just just relentlessly like like fucking (sighs) people over i don't understand why like Mm -hmm. why just why it was just like oof. He was obviously the worst. Really, really sad. And then another, speaking of like sadder moments within the story was Travis uh, Maldonado, who was the second husband Mm -hmm. to Joe Exotic. And unfortunately, I felt it in my spirit when they were leading up to his story because he, I don't think he was Mm -hmm. never on camera with his own like uh, confessional, I don't believe. Um, And and so basically what happened, they got the second um, 
husband, which is Travis. And there was a little bit jealousy between him and, um, I believe John, was that his name? The other husband? John. Yeah. Yeah. John, yeah. And, um, so, but like, you can tell, like, Travis was like very young, youthful. Like he was very silly, loved to do pranks and stuff. He loved guns, mm -hmm. but you can tell like he was hurting, right? Like he had a lot of like, um, I think he had a lot of pain, um, that he was masking through a lot of like the drinking and the drugs that he would do. And it, it would be overdone. And Joe would like give it to him. Um, because I think Joe liked that idea of being like a, a sugar daddy in a, in a way, you know what I mean? Like he provided for his husbands and they kind of took it in. And even um, they had some stories of Travis cheating on Joe with other women as well. So a lot of people thought both of them were using Joe in a way while Travis was, you know, they were both young, didn't really have a lot of access to money. And Joe mm -hmm. was, you know, feeding his ego. I think he still loved them, but that dynamic you could see played out. And so Travis, there was a lot of things that Travis felt. One, one thing he felt that you saw was he felt trapped. Like he felt like, Joe wouldn't let him go to different yeah. places and all that stuff. And so he would say some really disturbing things. Like, I'm going to leave one day. I'm just going to like, I think he mentioned several times how he was just going to die or something like that. And, um, yeah, he was very sad, guys. very sad. And so he would play around with his gun a lot. Like he would play like almost like there'd be empties in his gun and he would shoot himself in the head and people would be like, stop playing like that. You know what I mean? Like he would play like that. You know, when people, I think he would point it at people much. too. Yes. And he would point it at yeah. people. And so <laughs> you stop playing with me for real. Cause that's very scary. And so that's one, scary. one day, and they had this on camera, the footage, it was crazy. Ugh. Like the manager at the time, he was looking at Travis because he was playing around. He was like, it's blanks. I have the safety on something to that effect. And of course, tragically, it wasn't the case. And he ended up accidentally shooting himself in the head uh, I believe the head or whatever, but it was very tragic. It was an accident? Yeah, it was. I think it was an accident, but the way he was talking oh my God. made it seem like, I, this is how it seemed. Like the only thing on camera you saw was the reaction of the manager watching Travis, right? He watched it. And yeah. so Travis was like, stop playing. Like, you know, not Travis. Uh, the manager was like, stop playing. You're being stupid. And so once he, he, I don't, he did, I don't, he, he was like, is nothing's going to happen because I have this. See, watch. And so he did it. And of course, the gun was loaded and it killed him. And even in the reaction, mm. you don't even see the death, but the reaction of him watching his friend accidentally do that. So haunting. It was so, like, you didn't even need to see the whole thing. Just him being like, wait a minute, is this really, ha did this really just happen? Because he played like that a lot. So he was like, stop playing, stop mm -hmm. playing. And then all of a sudden he realized it was real. And he just, you know, yeah. he, he freaked out. And it was so, it was just, that was probably uh, the saddest part of the whole thing. Travis losing his life and, you know, Joe, again, coping and trying to, you know, naming a lot of the, I think there was one area in the park that named after Travis and everything and losing him and how Joe, Joe changed because of that, of course, because of that grief. And it was just so, so tragic. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think Travis was one of the the storylines that was just like stuck with me because of his untimely you know ending um and then from there mm -hmm. it just went straight into how like you know carol was like pretty much lent i mean took all his his stuff and how the 
federal government got involved and and jeff Lowe was she gave no fucks like not <laughs> whatsoever um like, i think that's when she started going like hard hard mm-hmm. hard after mm-hmm. travis died mm-hmm. and obviously joe was like messed up she mm-hmm. started going hard mm-hmm. like woof. it was crazy mm-hmm. it was crazy so yeah, yeah so all in all all of this documentary was like incredible it's nothing like i've ever seen like the documentary people like i don't know if they stumbled upon it or knew that they would come into this other storyline in this feud but they came across a part of like our society that i had no idea about shine a light on it i had no idea subculture existed i had no i I was like people out here collecting cats and also near the end they said there are more like cats big cats in these united states than there are anywhere else in the world and in my head i'm like that can't be correct like what like what they are not supposed to be here you know and so they kind of ended the the documentary in a way that i think was smart where it was just like reminding people like hey these are endangered animals and like going back to the beginning in terms of why they started to do what they they did in the first place was to help and not to let their egos get the best of them and have this whole Mm -hmm. hullabaloo happen it started to get away from the tigers it started to get away from helping them and and you know caring for these animals and trying to get them rehabilitated in some places um so i think they did a really good job of that but of course the story's not over um, and I'd be interested yeah. to see if they come back, um, with a part two. How did you, how did you feel like it ended? I feel like it ended where there's just a lot of, like I said, a lot of open openness to mm-hmm. it. Like now we want to know what happened to Joe. Like he's in jail, mm-hmm. but now we want to know if everybody else going to go to jail. Like, mm. so I definitely agree with that. Like they're probably going to do a part two if they know what's good for them. Okay. <laughs> If they know how to make the money, they would definitely do a part two. Give the people um, what they want. But they need to do that. <laughs> yeah. Give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. And this was a huge hit because like you said, like it was such an untapped thing that nobody actually knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. And it was just a crazy story that everything was true. Mm-hmm. And everybody was insane. <laughs> like, every single person. I think the oh, only crazy. sane person. Ooh was the campaign manager that Joe yeah, had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the only person where I listened to talk, and I was okay. like, you know what? He makes sense. You you, you make sense when you speak. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you don't make me question things when mm-hmm. you talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think they really touched on something that a lot of people didn't know about. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know. I just didn't know this whole thing was a thing. Like, oh, my God. Um, Like you said. Mm-hmm. So I think it was very smart on whoever decided to go after this documentary yeah and very well done and netflix has won again and they have been winning so much recently I mean, between love is blind between the circle between all these different things they drop in yo like i'm scared of netflix okay and i'm really like i'm scared of y'all because y'all mean, really out here doing darn thing they gotta like, do a lot for much. me to get rid of that sh- this the service y'all got to do a lot my yeah. god Y'all gotta really like, I don't know, take everything off. Yeah. You guys, <laughs> I mean, me honestly. Like, you know what? I'm canceling <laughs> Because y'all are just killing it. And oh, I'm scared of y'all for my real. Gosh, for real, yeah. Um, and yeah, please do a part two because we talked about this for so long and we could talk more about this. That's how. Which I think is the most important part about this. Yeah. Is that it's, it's having, it's 
causing conversations and yes. everybody wants to talk about it. Yeah. And that's when you know you have something. Absolutely. You're doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. So like, hats off to y'all. I can't, I can't yeah. keep up with y'all. Y'all really out here sliding. And it's almost too much. <laughs> I, after too much listen after i it's got after i watched it now all the memes tickle me to no end before i was like what are y'all talking <laughs> okay but now i'm like i get it i've 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 right? drunk in the kool-aid and it tastes so so sweet i love it it's, it's so good so, and it's yeah. amazing it tastes it's, great it's so good it's so good so if y'all get the chance Ooh, definitely watch it it's worth the watch um it was actually much faster than i thought it would be um and yeah you will you will be you will be enthralled and if you're not that's okay you're allowed to not be enthralled and not like it and not be a part of it but this this was extremely good so if y'all get the chance go ahead and watch it i mean with most of us home y'all can y'all can put it on while y'all um do your work and stuff so yeah yeah, or you cannot do your work and just True. relax and watch it. Because that's how I it's watch seven, it. You know, <laughs> seven episodes of pure, pure entertainment. Oh, my God. Um, so shout out to Netflix, man. I mm-hmm. really can't. I love them. I oh, love them. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And with that, <sighs> that is our review yeah. of uh, the Tiger King documentary series on Netflix. Um, we're going to. Um, hey. It was <laughs> it was really good watch it and yeah get you know follow us on all the things um tinseltown t on instagram tinseltown t on twitter actually just those two things not all the things so (laughs) yeah follow (laughs) us let us know what you thought how you thought it was or if you didn't really care for it or you thought it was hilarious your favorite part like we're definitely open to hearing what y'all have to you know say about it and if you like if you watch the first episode and you're like this is too much i really suggest to give it a try give it yeah like, give it a try give it a try mm-hmm. like just open your mind like yeah. i know some people are like uh-uh this is too crazy <laughs> so <laughs> so like everything don't gotta be prim and perfect yeah. like just oh expand your mind and give it a try yeah. like it is entertaining like so yeah. many different people have loved it and are obsessed with it mm-hmm. so anybody who's not into it i just think you need to expand your mind a little bit i really do believe that (laughs) because you know what it's a story and like just look (laughs) okay it's crazy and watch it yes so with that yeah i think we're done with time okay just for now (laughs) (laughs) all right we will see you next time we will (laughs) bye